I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Inertia. The tendency of an object to stay at rest or preserve its state of motion. Hi, welcome to Just Make the Thing, a podcast for people who want to start a thing and keep on making it. I'm your host, Claire Tonti, and no, you haven't stumbled into a year 11 science lecture. We're talking ruts. We're talking being stuck when you're doing a creative endeavor. And inertia, I think, is a really great way to think about it. If you are stuck, then you're more likely to continue to be stuck. If you've stopped your creativity, if you've stopped that project, if you've stopped what you wanted to achieve in your life or what you wanted to develop, and you're just sitting there, it's actually requiring a lot more energy to start again. And so we come up with some examples. Chanel Luchev, my lawyer friend and yoga instructor at is in a rut and she talks a lot about it today in this episode Um, and so it does it takes a lot more energy and effort to get you off that couch conversely if you're on a roll if you're rolling along with your creativity and you're continuing to build on it it's actually easier to keep going than it is to stop and I've learned that this time from doing weekly episodes of this show that once you're in a role, it kind of builds momentum and gathers up on itself, which is really interesting. And it's weird because as I got all smug about that, I'm now releasing this episode late because I think I got too smug and wrapped up in my own excitement that I'd continued this podcast every week and almost forgot that actually I needed to really get it out to Royal Collings and get it all edited and published. So you can't be too careful out there when your ball's rolling. You can't take it for granted. But I would say that the more effort that you put in, the more energy that you exert on your creativity, the easier it is to just keep on going. Okay, on with the show and uh, I'll chat to you soon. It's on, Chanel, it's on. Oh, well done. <laughs> that was the quickest setup ever. I know, I think we've ever done, ever. Record breaking. We're record breakers. Look at us. Oh, it's dear. awesome. You look so pretty today. Oh, thanks. You, you always look, look pretty. Mate, I'm covered in dirt. You <laughs> rocked up to my house and I'm gardening. I've got like soil under my fingers and we've been helping a friend move all day. Oh. It's all a full on thing. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. full on. But you've been in a kitchen tea. I have. And you look very beautiful. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, enough of that nonsense. <laughs> Down to the serious stuff. Yes, I'm just going to take a drink of my peppermint tea. Go for it. I know. So we were talking about... (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. That's excellent. Sorry, listeners. (laughs) I quite like peppermint tea. It's good for your digestive system. It's certainly good for your digestive Mm. system. James and I are starting a F45 fitness thing tomorrow. You guys are amazing. I know. We're starting. We haven't started it yet. Hold your horses. We're starting <laughs> green smoothies and protein shakes and all kinds of bizzo. And what's for, this, where's this come from? Is there a particular reason? James has decided he wants to get abs before he becomes too old. Okay, yeah. cool. So this is, he feels like this is his last ditch attempt. At abs. At abs. You know what he could do? You know that 
sort of that PR guy or advertising guy that got surgery and put like fake abs on top of his big beer gut. <laughs> it looks ridiculous, but he does have abs. Well, there you go. There you go. If this doesn't option. work, he could sticky tape some egg cartons on the front of his belly button and it would all look the same. Or wear one of those superhero like Superman costumes with the inbuilt abs. Like yes. Ben Affleck did. Also, and they come with like biceps and everything. Ah, perfect. Why bother lifting anything? <laughs> Excellent. When you could wear a Superman stocking with cartons in it. Yes, that's how I feel about everything. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, yeah, anyway, so that's what we're starting tomorrow. So I'm just like preparing myself with some Good. herbal teas. But are you going to have a, like, a, are you going to have like one last midnight feast before the green smoothie oh, situation? We did it yesterday. <gasps> we went to the movies and did it yesterday and also had dumplings for dinner and I had a pie and a bee sting for lunch. <laughs> Really I love that cake. It. That is the most amazing it's cake most ever. Amazing. If anyone who is from the US doesn't know what that is or the UK, it's like custard in between like a delicious sponge, but not really sponge, like buttery mm. cake. And then like a crispy almond, toasted almondy honey thing. Mm. And it is the most delicious. Beasting. Get some. Oh, mm. it's so delicious and there's this place around the corner from where my mum lives that has the most amazing ones and so I took Mm. the toddler Sunday and me myself Mm -hmm. to get one specifically what did toddler Sunday think he can't have dairy so I just ate the whole thing and he he had a plain roll (laughs) he doesn't know like thanks mum yeah this is delicious I guess he wouldn't know what he's missing out on though no he doesn't know what he's missing out on. Exactly. Anyway, so we decided, to, we just had a discussion mm. off pod about what we we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. And we want to talk about being in a rut, mm-hmm. being stuck in a rut. Stuck in a rut, indeed. Stuck in a rut. I feel like that's a song. Is it a song? Stuck in a, oh no. The only one I'm thinking of is Stuck in the Middle with You. Oh, yeah, yeah that one. That's stuck not in a bad the rut. Middle with You. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Something to the left of me. <laughs> Something to left me. I don't know the words. Oh, no. She's lost her mind. Do you know that um, when we were away, Gora and I had an argument about Paul Simon? Because he didn't know who Paul Simon was. No. And I got really upset with him. And I was like, don't you know that bodyguard song? (laughs) He's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Anyways, so I had to play in the video clip and then I sang the song, the whole thing off key. But um, my girlfriend was telling me uh, apparently Paul Simon travelled to... South Africa, and he made all the backing music for that album. No, no, no vocals, just the backing. What do you mean so, for the bodyguard? For the whole album. Ah. Then he came back to America, and then he put all the vocals on top of it. So that was all just uniquely African music. And I was like, no wonder my parents liked it so much. <laughs> you now it all makes sense. <laughs> but is he African? No, African? he's not. He just really likes the music. The music there. Mm. No wonder they. Did you listen to that a lot as a child? Oh yeah, especially that bodyguard song. The oh. best. Which one do you mean? Do you mean if you be my bodyguard? Oh, I, I will be your mama. Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah, that's so great. Oh, now I'm fully because I had a moment of panic where I was like, I can't remember who Paul Simon is. I can't believe she's leaving. She's gonna slam the door. We're gonna have another argument. It's gonna be the worst. But luckily. It was all fine. It was. And, and I'm really I sorry. I just completely digress. We're talking about being in a rut. Yeah. And rut. if you are like Paul Simon, maybe you need to fly to South Africa maybe you like do. you did. Make some backing vocal, backing tracks, and then you can put the vocal on top of them. Certainly. Um, exactly. Yeah. So I was saying, um, I've come back from my trip, which was amazing and wonderful. And I have noticed because um, I've been away for five weeks 
and sort of not working for about six, there's been um, like there's been a bit of drop off in terms of like yoga students oh. because I was building up this momentum and I was getting some regulars coming to classes and it was all good. Yeah. And then I came back and then everyone's like, I've changed jobs, I've moved oh. buildings, I'm on holidays. And I'm feeling... And it's cold. It's getting cold. It is getting cold. Mm. And I'm feeling a little bit like I'm a little stuck. Stuck in the middle. Stuck in the middle, in a rut. Middle. Rut in the middle. I don't know. Hello. (laughs) Baby Sunday's just like staring at me (laughs) through the window saying, hi, mommy. That's all right. It's pretty cool. We're we're a raucous bunch Mm -hmm, in this household. mm -hmm. Well, so you're saying you're stuck in a rut. So we wanted to talk through some things that you could do to get out of it. Yeah, I don't want to – I think because we've talked about this, I don't want to put too much pressure on myself to kind of make this thing that I've made, like this yoga thing, try and force it on people. Mm. And part of – the problem with teaching is because I like it so much. I'm like, everyone should just do yoga. And then basically in any conversation, I'll just find a way to link it back to yoga. I'm like, I have a sore finger. You know what would be good for that? Yoga. Yeah. My, my digestive system is stuffed. You know what's great for that? Yoga. Yeah. Like, eventually, I'm because, feeling depressed. <laughs> yoga. Exactly. Like we've literally had that conversation. Legitimately, sure it's the best thing for everything. Um, but I'm quite sensitive to that because I have – been in situations where other people are like, you know what's really great? My homemade strawberry jam. You should buy 10 jars of it. <laughs> and you're politely yeah, like, yeah, okay, sure. And then, then every every time you see them, oh, did you try the jam? What would you put the jam on? Do you want some more jam? I'll give you some more jam. Yeah. So I'm trying to not be a the- crazy jam lady. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I know because I do the same thing with podcasting mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. because every second sentence of mine, sometimes I forget that it's a podcast and I say a friend told me and then I go, oh no, actually. <laughs> are friends. It was someone that I don't know that was talking to me in my ears from a podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. And every time someone brings up anything, I'm like, oh, you know what would be good for that? Go and listen to this podcast. My friend what? named Oprah told yeah, me the yes. other day. Oh God. I know. My actual friend, honestly, I, so I had a dream about her the other night. Did you? It's getting scary. <laughs> it's actually getting scary because I completely didn't listen to her for such a long time and it's just getting scary. But back on that, I know. And I think when you're someone in the middle of making something or mm-hmm. whatever it is, even mm-hmm. if it's an endeavor, like some people, like a fitness thing, or mm-hmm. we've got emails from people who are trying to change habits, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, get fit or maybe get off drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. or whatever it is that this podcast kind of lends itself to all of that stuff. Yeah. So making things, but also doing things and just trying to keep on going with something. I think that's a really human need and a struggle Absolutely. we have all the time. Well, I think if it was all easy, easy we'd all just be experts at everything straight away we'd all be the unicorn versions of ourselves would you know the the ones that we like can see if we were always great all the time and always doing all the right thing um yeah and so actually on that Mm. I went and so I've been seeing a lot of comedy recently Mm. which to me has really helped so I'll just quickly run down a few things for me that helps when I'm in a rut because I'm not in a rut at the moment. You're like the anti-rut. I am totally in the anti-rut roll. I'm a I'm a rocking and a rolling. Okay, this has become a singing episode. No, oh no. But the things that I have been doing to shake myself into keeping momentum mm-hmm. going 
Um, one of them is like having space and time to watch and listen to stuff that I find really exciting and interesting about, um, well, for me, it's just creative stuff in general and the world and, and just absorbing stuff. So some of it is like watching really interesting documentaries or shows and listening to cool podcasts and also listening to music that kind of gets me going and gets the vibe going but the other thing I've been doing is actually going and watching a lot of comedy too yep because it's the Melbourne Comedy Festival at the moment which we've been harping on about a lot and it's the last day today okay I've been seeing a lot of shows and there was a really interesting show I wanted to talk to you about um and if you're a dude out there actually no this is really great if you're a dude you should probably know this information too but just a warning. A it's about lady bits. It is. Okay. <laughs> it's not about lady bits it's about lady cycles in general and our bodies and the way that they oh. work so I want to know if you know this because I went to see, um, uh, disclaimer, it's a show by a girl called Lucy Peach who's a folk singer, but it's called My Greatest Period Ever. <laughs> she just rolled her eyes. That's awesome. Stay with me. Mm-hmm. And listeners, stay with me too. I'm very sorry. But it's so interesting because she was talking about the hormonal cycle for women mm-hmm. and how it's really great and it can be used to help you with your creativity mm-hmm. too. And I kind of was sort of thinking like, this is a bit of a stretch lady. What are you doing? But she had her husband there who was an illustrator and he was drawing on a, ta- on a tablet. I've never seen them before. Mm. Um, and then it would be projected up on a screen. And so she was kind of saying funny stories and things and he was drawing at the same time. But basically she was talking about how women's bodies and our cycle moves into four, favor- four phases mm-hmm. dependent on where our levels of like estrogen and progesterone Mm-hmm. Ah, during sure. the month. Sure. And so at the beginning of the month, it's kind of called this winter time where you just, you're feeling really low, you're at your lowest ebb. Um, and then after that's finished, you move into a second phase where you've just got like uh, this huge burst of estrogen, which means you're like really energetic and really excited about the world and mm. like feel like you can conquer everything and you're superwoman and you can do all a thousand things. And then you move into like she calls it, so summer, then like a spring, no, autumn phase, which is like where you're sort of feeling really happy and contented and calm and the world seems like a lovely place and everyone seems happy and your partner seems so much more friendly and lovely mm-hmm. because of the way that your body is, is then um, like releasing an egg. Oh God, this is getting so full on. But then the last phase when we're traditionally, it's called like PMS, mm-hmm. which is like when, when the world is going to end, when the world is going to end and every slight movement, like the sound of cutlery in the sink drives you insane. Sure. Yeah. So she was saying that she calls that phase her creative phase. Sure. And she said that to help her with her PMS and the way that she is, because women are cyclical creatures, we're not linear, um, and we can actually use all that information to kind of live more powerfully and creatively. And by creating in that phase where it's sort of PMS and you're, you know, really, really frustrated by everything, she's a musician, so she will just stay up till 3 a.m. writing music. But she said, if you're a gardener, go down in the garden and go on garden. If you're a writer, go and write. If you're a painter, go and paint. Whatever it is, or a singer, go sing. Like whatever it is that you like to do, creating in that phase can really help you through your PMS. Okay. Yeah. That's really interesting. Isn't that really interesting? I've never kind of heard it talked about in that perspective before. And I know that physical movement i know that the york when you exercise you get endorphins and the endorphins help ma- manage your mood better yeah so when i'm feeling like 
emotional or sad, then I'll go and move and I always feel better afterwards. Yeah. But that's a very interesting thing that you say. I don't know that your yeah, creativity actually helps. Like, mm. The PMS. Yeah. When you're feeling like it helps balance you yeah, out. Yeah, it balances you out. Do it's kind of awesome. Yeah. Cause she, and she also said something too about how women, because guys tend to be the same. Like generally, like, and they can be a bit moody, yeah. but generally like their emotions don't go up and down in the same way that mm-hmm. ours do. And they can sort of just be on one line. And so their world is quite linear, but our, we're cyclical beings just mm-hmm. by the nature of who we are. Mm-hmm. And so trying to fit women into kind of linear things doesn't always work. And yep. it can sometimes be why we get frustrated by stuff, but rather if you kind of, grab onto that kind of idea of why you might be seeing, like it doesn't mean that women can't do all the things they need to do to any time of the month. They absolutely mm. can. But it does kind of color the way that you might view the world at certain times of the month. Mm-hmm. And understanding that means that if you need to do something really big and energetic, like mow the lawn, wait until you're in your second week. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, or if you've got right. a job interview, wait till your second week. because like, you actually, I'm unavailable on the 14th. Could you wait for a week? But honestly, it makes, I don't know if you experience it, but it does because like even mm. high levels of estrogen mean that your skin and your hair even looks better. I do. I totally understand the idea of like you're deaf. You're definitely in a better spot at different times of the month. I totally, yeah. I totally agree with that. And I think I even had this conversation with you once before and I'm like, mm. what's wrong with me? And you were like, I think I know what it is. Yeah. Are you in like week four? Yeah. And now even with my girlfriends, I will say, we'll be like, we're all in week two and we're rocking the world and my ass looks green these jeans. I always think I was about five kilos lighter in week two. And then week four, I'm like, I'm suddenly an elephant. Yes. How did this happen? I'm a hippopotamus overnight. Yeah, what exactly. happened to me? Yeah. Mm. But I think, anyway, that was a long tangent. Her show, Lucy Peach, um, is awesome and her music's really cool too. Okay. But I, what I, that, so I've been kind of thinking a bit more about that recently, about mm-hmm. how, and I guess it ties into yoga too, how physically when you're creating something or wanting to change something, your brain and your creativity sits in your body. You need to listen to your body mm. and care for it to be able to do the best that you can yeah. creatively. Yep. And so whether you're a bloke and you don't, you're like, oh, this hormone cycle, shut up, Claire. Oh, God, gross, lady bits. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, fair enough, feckle. However, it might help you understand your partner more mm-hmm. or your girlfriend more Maybe don't say to her, hey, why don't you go and write a song now, mate? You're really irritating me. Don't say that. But, you know, just... Or say, are we in week three? Yeah. I think you will... You're getting really loved up here. Yeah. I think you're ovulating. (laughs) Don't say that. Don't say that. But but it does help kind of understand the differences between men and women, Mm -hmm. I think. And then Mm -hmm. also just whoever you are and whatever headspace you're in, understanding your body and the way that you work and what you need can help you with your rut. Yeah. Um, the other thing I want to talk about a bit, so other than like understanding your body and going to watch and listen and absorb lots of creative stuff, the other thing I've found helps is going to do something else creative. So like it's okay. like a snowball effect. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, I started that pottery course, mm-hmm. which was so yeah. freaking cool. I didn't see Patrick Swayze and I've, I, we, I know. Oh, God. However, I did get to go on the pottery wheel and it was fun. Yes. And I think I said this last episode, but it, having 
that time that's creating something that I have no emotional attachment to. Mm. Now I always get really like, oh, it's terrible. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, mm-hmm. God, it's existential. If it's something that you don't actually care about, but you're just like, this could be fun. Yeah. Um, Not taking it too seriously. Yeah. And yeah. do something else entirely. It's amazing what ideas can pop into your head. Mm-hmm. So that has really helped. So even if it's cooking or I'm doing a lot of gardening now too, because it's kind of unlocked that part of my brain that puts so much kind of pressure and emphasis on and kind of emotional weight on making stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think when you can unlock that a bit, then when you go to do the thing that you do really care about, you are less worried or yes. less, I don't know, torn up about it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep, yeah. totally. Mm. No, that's good. I think also, mm. yeah, there is something about not putting all your eggs in one basket. That's the expression, isn't it? Certainly is. <laughs> or your ovulated eggs. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't help it now. I'm just shocking people in their ears. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll stop. Um, I'll get real calling instead. If you're kind of doing bits and pieces of lots of little, like lots of different things, it does put less stress on the thing that you really care about the most. I feel. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what... In interviewing some of these comedians I have over the last month or so, they've all been saying that. Or lots mm. of people that Jess Harris said it too, that you've got to have lots of fingers in lots of different pies. Mm. Jamila Rizvi even said this too, that so that if one falls down, you've got other things. You've got many other pies. You've got many other pies. Mm. Yep. That makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so for your yoga too, I wonder if there's a way of incorporating that, like if you've got your classes but maybe not everyone's turning up then you've got other sort of things that you could try too like different avenues yeah or, yeah yeah like stu- the teaching the students you know you're doing some primary school teaching yeah well that, I mean that's also sort of dependent on other contacts and things I mean and the other thing too I was thinking was like I need to actually talk to someone about how to get out there and do it because I don't really know what I'm doing and most of the stuff I've Matt, like the stuff I've been lucky enough to teach has come through speaking to someone who knows someone or who is someone sort of thing. Is a human. Uh, is a human being <laughs> and knows children. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how I got my gig. So mm. um, trying to sort of um, reach out to more people or figure out how they do it and trying to figure out a strategy to do it myself. Mm. So there is that. And then there's also like, Maybe trying to do something completely different, creative as well, just on the mm. side. Yeah. I don't know what. Mm. I haven't. Oh, I'm just trying to think. I quite like baking. Maybe I should bake something. I reckon you should bake something. Mm. I'll eat it. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, maybe yeah. not hot cross buns. No, though. maybe not hot cross buns. No, I'm just. I'm so easy. The, yeah. Like I made oh, chocolate hi. crackles. Yeah, chocolate <laughs> crackles are delicious. They are delicious. There is something really therapeutic about baking, though. Yeah, yeah. I um, I was speaking to who was one of our guests, um, Angela Wilderspoon. Mm-hmm. She was saying that that when she went into that mental institution, which was like the biggest shock, mm-hmm. and she's such an amazing person, so fascinating, um, such an interesting story. Anyway, but she said that one of the things they did there was baking and cooking and learning how to cook, and it was she found it so therapeutic that that's something now she uses in her life all the yeah. time. To just kind of, because of the smell and you kind of stirring things and adding things in and it's mindful and totally and creative, but it doesn't have the pressure of 
um, maybe your yoga or whatever. I think baking is kind of one of those things. Cooking is kind of one of those things where you kind of feel like you're almost somewhat connected to nature. I don't know. Yeah. Kind of like gardening. There's sort of something about, something tactile about it that makes you yeah. feel like you're plugging into something deeper than you Completely. So, so, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. I, I totally get it. Yeah. Getting maybe your- I should bake. I'm going to bake. That's what I'm going to do. Yay! And you will do it because once you start a thing, <laughs> once it. you say you'll do it, you will have yeah. to do it now. You're not like me that would be like, I'll bake a thousand things and then never get to it. Oh, you've been pretty good this year though. You know what? You really I'm have. I'm going to toot my own toot horn. Toot the horn. Toot, toot. Yeah. Oh, that's actually, my son's been doing that a lot recently. <laughs> what? Toot, toot. Yeah, toot, toot in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have actually been doing that. A lot, but, but I actually think it's because that whole, I think we talked about it before, that idea of inertia, you know, the rolling mm. stone get, gathers momentum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once you're starting to create something, like even the fact that this podcast is happening every week now, mm. because of that momentum, I sort of am just moving faster into moving, like and creating more stuff. Yeah, right. And that's the way my brain and body feels the best is when I'm making stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it's so nice. Now I'm gloating. I probably next week I'll be like, I'm stuck. <laughs> I'm stuck. I'm not making anything anymore. But one thing um, that I ha- was kind of thinking about too was what Angela said as well about making, like just trying out stuff. Yeah. Like you don't have to, like if I do this pottery course, I've got like, I don't know, five classes left. If I finish it and I'm like, that was fun, on to something else. Mm. That's totally fine. Mm. But it's kind of working out what is that you like. Mm-hmm. So kind of trying lots of different things, trying baking, trying gardening, trying writing or singing or, I know, learning French and just just giving it a go and seeing, finding out what it is that you enjoy. Yeah. 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 That can kind of help, I think, when you're stuck. I think that's brilliant. Mm. I like it. I like it yeah. very much. I do too. Because I don't also don't want like war, war. What's the word? Wallow in my own sort of self pity. Like yeah. nobody wants to come to my classes <laughs> because people wanted to come before I went on holidays. But life happens, you know. Yeah. Like people are allowed to get other jobs, you know, they are. and not be in the building that I choose to teach in. Like yeah. that's, that's okay, you know. Yeah. I can't really get mad at them for having a like career development. That's not no. really fair. No. Um, but I think also with that comes like other opportunities as well sort Mm. of makes room for something else so it does yeah also i read a quote recently bless you thank you that's yeah it's quite strange that we say why do we say bless you after about the devil oh god yeah is it apparently they used to think the devil lived in somewhere and so when you (laughs) sneeze no, no, maybe it's what? your soul. Hang on, no. What, your the devil lives in your nostril up there with your snot. <laughs> maybe it's your soul. <laughs> I think maybe your soul lives in your nostrils. It's either the devil or your soul. Either way, sneezing sneezes at the devil or your soul. Hold on a second. Say- <laughs> this feels not real. This feels- What do you mean, Claire? It's scientifically proven that the devil lives in your nostrils. Are you sure? I thought it was something more to do with like the plague or something and it was a sign of the plague and people were like, oh, bless you in case you die. Oh, that, that sounds more realistic than mine. Then you I have thought it was tiny like tiny little devil <laughs> in your nostril head. I have a feeling it's... The soul lives in your brain or somewhere and the sneezing is your soul escaping. So if you say bless you, it like shoves it in there. <laughs> I've got 
to Google this now. I need to know. <laughs> Is that how long have you decided that? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. That is why we say this. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I feel like I read it somewhere or maybe I dreamt it. I'm not sure. <laughs> what I love about this so much is like, and I'm like, hey, maybe you're right. Maybe that is where it's come yes. from, that if we're shoving our soul back up our noses. <laughs> I could be wrong. I could be wrong. It could be really true. Mm-hmm. However, what I love about this is that there are things like that that you carry on from your childhood or somewhere yep. that you read and pick up and then you never address ever again, but you just believe Take it. Take it as gospel. And you're like, wait a minute, I'm an adult. Probably should have questioned that. Yeah, theory. yeah. <laughs> is, is that right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm trying to give another example now and I am failing. But yeah, but it is really funny. And then when you suddenly get your kind of belief blown out of the water, or mm. it's more just even like how people do things. Like we always used to do Santa a certain way. And then mm-hmm. I just assumed that that was how you case, did it. Careful. And parents, if there are any kids listening, just, uh, shut their ears or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I always thought Santa would be done in a certain way mm-hmm. and that was how everyone did it. But mm-hmm. then when you talk to her, uh, like James, he's like, no, Santa doesn't leave presents on the bed. Are you serious? <laughs> no, that's ridiculous. <laughs> and you have to figure out how as parents you want to do it. This is a real sidetrack. No, but it's, yeah, you're right. It's yeah, true. it's really interesting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was actually something else about going back to your yoga mm-hmm. and the classroom teaching. That's right. A quote came into my head. Um, about how doing business and in whatever it is you're doing, I guess it's business in this particular context that you ha- you have to kind of get that traction, yeah, and momentum. And like if you, if it stalls, you've got to keep pushing through, mm-hmm. and then you'll kind of catch back that momentum again, and you've got to keep going. But that's kind of what running a small business is like. Yeah. You can't every time it stalls, that's just part of it. You've got to find another way to kind of keep that going. Like if you still want to yeah. do the classes. Well, the thing is, and I don't want to stop. The thing for me is maintaining the consistency. And most teachers I know have said this to me, like the minute you graduate, make sure you start teaching. Even if mm. it's a friend, even if it's family members, make sure you do it and make sure you keep going because starting a thing and keeping on making mm. it, like the minute you stop is the minute you'll become lazy and then you'll fall out of it. Mm. And it's easy to yes. just kind of let go of all of that effort and energy and all the education, all the money and the resources you put into learning yeah, to do this thing. Completely. So for me um, right now, and granted, it's only been my first week back at teaching. Okay. And I'm like, nobody wants to come to my class. <laughs> Could be potentially be a Chanel moment where she's like panicking about existential crisis uh, and um, it's really not that um, Yeah. So granted, it could just be that. Mm. And people are like, oh, you're back again. Sorry, I didn't realize. Um, I need to just keep doing, doing it. it. Yeah, you do. And being consistent. Because I think the thing the thing that I've noticed from student, my students is that they're like, Chanel teaches every Wednesday at 12.15. She teaches every Thursday mm. at 5.30. So if I have made the commitment to them, mm. and even those one, two, three people that show up, they've come 
to they learn. Know. Yeah. yeah exactly. So I, I, I'm so grateful to have them there. Don't get me wrong, but, um, you know, it's, it's also, it would be nice to obviously have some more, but it's, it's more a matter of that they've taken this time to dedicate themselves to improving, mm. practicing their yoga. And they've, chosen me to be their teacher because there are hundreds and thousands of teachers in Australia. Mm. They could have gone anywhere, but they've chosen Mm. to come to my classes. So giving myself that little reminder that there are people there that want to learn Mm. and are enjoying themselves. Because I feel like at this stage now, because I've stopped really pushing it on people, um, they genuinely want to be there, which is kind of nice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The jam, the jam fact is gone. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I need to just kind of – I think it is about maintaining consistency but then also maybe looking for other ways in to kind of mm. get more, more. attention um, and yeah. then also just focusing on other creative things so I don't feel so stuck, I guess. Yeah, I think. yeah. I completely agree with that. I, I really like what you said about finding other ways in mm. too, about thinking about who else you could talk to, how else you could promote yourself out there too because that's a really hard thing to do, that self-promotion. Yes, stuff. and I'm also not allowed to promote in the Department of Justice, which mm, makes life difficult. So stupid. So it's legitimately like a word of mouth thing. That's why, that's why it's difficult because I can't just email everybody mm. in the department or even – try and speak to HR because I have tried that and say, can we put this on some kind of health and well-being program? And they're like, sorry, we can't support any form of physical exercise. Um, oh, it's I mean, so silly. Yeah, so that kind of makes it a bit difficult. Um, mm. But I feel like my students that come, they tell people and sometimes they inquire and then sometimes they come and sometimes they don't, but like there is interest that kind of happens organically yeah. as well. Can you fly her? Can you put out flyers on places or? I can, but the notice boards in the department are like just covered in flyers. Um, so it just makes it a bit hard. I, I'll, I have to figure out something. You know what else you could do? Mm-hmm. And I know you're like not, you don't love the the old social medias. I don't, but that's okay. Yeah. I have an Instagram account you now. You do, and if you haven't already looked at it, go look at it with your eyeballs because it's real. <laughs> I don't know how else you would look at it. <laughs> look at just, it with your nostrils because the devil's yeah, living yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Devil, show your devil and your nose all about <laughs> what has happened. We've lost our mind. That is hilarious. Don't sneeze because your soul will fall out your nose. Oh, God. Where We're going to look hear that, that up. That's Quite concerning. Was that I like a Sunday school thing? I don't know. Who I mean, knows? I'm worried. Anyways. I, I am too. Should we bring Gorin, your husband? <laughs> Maybe we should. <laughs> um, no. So, what were we saying? Social media. So, social media, I have this like mixed feeling about it because mm. on one hand, it absorbs so much of your creativity and you can just mindlessly spend hours looking at it without actually producing anything. But on the other hand, it has this amazing ability to create something like a reminder for people that it's on. So if you made like a little Facebook page for Bend Yoga Melbourne, then you share it on your Facebook, Mm -hmm. um, that page, and you can share it with everyone you work with. Per, on their that you know on their on your that's Facebook. That's a good idea. Then that's and then you keep posting regularly, saying lunchtime classes are coming. Mm. You know, 
Or like after work, it's Thursday, feeling bendy. Come to Bend Yoga Mel. But like obviously you would do better than that. But I quite like that though. That's cute. Yeah, that's feeling a, bendy. Feeling bendy. Feeling bendy? Question mark. Yeah, come on down. <laughs> Chanel's here to help. Um, you know, but that's actually and then because people so often, what do they do? Second, they finish work. Second, they go on their lunch break. Phone. Yeah, it's true. Mm. It's so true. Mm. And Facebook. And so if it's a little like notification, even if they don't come, they'll see the notification there. Mm. And I think it takes quite a long time for people to see something, see something, see something, mm. see something, act on it. Yeah. And that's, right. yeah. So that might be a way of kind of, and then people can easily share that with other people. Yeah. Because it's, it's harder if someone just says to me, Chanel's doing lunchtime classes, you should come. And then you don't see them again for a week, they forget. Mm. But if you're like, Chanel should cut you, Chanel's doing this, I'll share you with the, you the link. And then they have it there. Maybe you could manage my social media account. <laughs> I feel like you've really figured things out. <laughs> really do. Excellent. Cool. Because I'm doing so well in managing the Just Make the Thing Facebook. I've never put anything on there. I do like the Instagram though. Maybe yeah. I could do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> I could set it up for you. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I need help with that. Yeah. Because the last time I tried to, like there was once I tried to set out an invite to a group of people specifically for like a, a birthday party or something mm. and I accidentally posted it on my wall and then like 250 people saw it and huh? it just didn't work. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. I don't know. I don't oh, know mate. what's wrong with, I, I just don't know. I don't know. Instagram, I, I'm okay with though. I feel like I figured that one out. Yeah, you're doing really well, yeah. and your photos are beautiful. Thank you. I need to start taking some more here, but yeah, that one pictures is are okay. Yeah, that's why I like Instagram. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun because you take pictures and then you write a little caption and you send it into universe. You can take a little video. Yeah. Facebook, I find really boring. I don't know why. Yeah, and also they're stealing your data. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the other thing. But although, are they all stealing our data? I don't know. I don't know how it works. Well, Facebook owns Instagram, so yeah. Right. Pretty much. Excellent. Yeah. Just anything you put online, at some point someone's stealing it. Great. Yeah. Just As long as know. there's like not some person in like some Eastern European country putting um, their head on my body, like stealing my Instagram photo or like putting their head on my body or something like that. I don't know. Do you reckon that could happen? Could that happen? If you've got a public profile, oh, it certainly could happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. I know. However, but most likely not. Like, Good. most likely no one's doing that. Excellent. Good. Yeah. It's all right. I know. You just have to be really savvy about social mm. media in general. That's one thing I've learned. And actually, that's something else with rutthood. When you're stuck in a rut, mm. I'm just coining the phrase rutthood. Rutthood. I when like that. When you're stuck there in your rut, in your rut neighborhood, um, Social media can be a very swift downfall. You it's can the, fall yeah, very far down that rabbit hole. It can be the worst hole. for that, can't it? And YouTube and stuff. Yeah, so there's like a balance between watching great stuff and reading some great stuff that will mm. help you. And I find sometimes there's so many great things to read and look at on Instagram and Facebook and that are quite inspiring and that you can repeat on a podcast, mm. like what I'm doing now. Yeah. But there are – but. You have to put parameters around it for yourself. I was like that with Pinterest. Do you oh, know one day four hours disappeared into a vortex? I, I don't know what I was yeah. looking at, but my fingers go numb. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. When I got when I when I was planning the wedding, I would religiously lie on the couch until my finger went numb. <laughs> Pinteresting. Maybe I want a vintage wedding. Maybe I want a blah wedding. <laughs> Honestly, that was where all my creativity went for that year. Uh huh. Crazy. 
Um, yeah. So I reckon think about your Facebook. Mm. Think about that. And just other little avenues, but also keep pushing, I reckon. You yeah. just have to keep pushing. And that's something that when you're stuck in a rut can be really hard to do. Um, but I think, yeah, is important. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're, yeah, you're definitely right not to sort of just give up because it all, it's not that it's particularly um, hard to teach one person or two people or three people. It's it's nice also because it's like an intimate kind of mm. class. Um, it just stops being co- cost effective after a certain point in time. Yeah, so it absolutely. can't, like in the short term it's fine, but in the long term then it starts to become a bit mm. problematic. So... Yeah, I think it's the energy that you put behind it. Yeah. If you keep persisting and try different avenues. Yeah, I think um, you're right. I think you just have to. And also it's been a week. It has been a week. Yeah. <laughs> so just give It's literally a been chance. two classes, like Wednesday go. and Thursday and that's it. There you go. And, and nobody wants to come. Yeah, and honestly, I didn't go to my pottery class this week. Because they took two weeks off for school holidays mm-hmm. and then I was kind of out of the routine of it mm-hmm. and I just forgot that it was oh. back on. So I have to – it doesn't matter because they're sort of – you can come and go and take the 10 classes. It's not kind of sequential. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone's at different stages, so yeah. it's fine. But, yeah, so I'll go this week. But it's – so I think every, it takes a little bit for people to get back into the swing of it. Yeah. And so as long as you just keep popping your head up and being like, I'm in here back here being bendy (laughs) come on down yeah yeah um i'm trying to think of some other things that are good for rathood walking i reckon okay going for a walk or going for a run exercising Mm yogaing something like that that gets you out of your head and walking yeah is good i mean you did a lot of walking on your trip yeah and i walk i mean i walk a fair bit now and i actually do find it helps to clear my head a little bit Mm. um yeah, I think I think there's something about movement being active that definitely helps manage yeah. rut hood. I like that. Expression. Yeah, the rut neighborhood. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And also just the keeping on trudging. Mm. There's that um, Michelle Bridges has a, has a hat that's just like um, what is it JFDI or something? Oh, I can't remember. Just effing do it. That's oh, her kind okay. of mantra or robot mode. And so she says that you take the emotion out of it. This is for exercise, but I kind of often apply it to lots of other stuff. No, no, it's. I feel like it's fairly like universally applicable. Yeah, 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 yeah. That you take out the um, take out the emotion out of it, and you just go into robot mode. And you're like, well, I don't want to go and teach this class, but I said that I would, so I'm yeah. going. You know? Do you actually find just going back a little bit that mm. sometimes when you get stuck in rut hood? then all of the other healthy, happy habits you've cultivated for yourself just kind of go down the toilet. Oh, my God, yes. You, you discover the chocolates that you put in the back <gasps> of the car because you're like, I'm not eating those ever again. No, exactly. You're like, feel like crap. Give me the Cadbury's favourites now. Yes. A hundred percent. Where you're like, now I'm going to watch the trashiest TV I can. And it all totally. just kind of compounds until you're like one giant ball of sadness. Yeah, it's <laughs> like a pit. Like you start at the top of the pit and everyone's just like, come on in for a little taste. Just have a little Tim Tam. Sit on the couch for a little bit. Everything's fine. Don't go to your class. It's mm-hmm. all right. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's nice in here. Mm-hmm. It's, it's dark in here. <laughs> and then you just slowly fall down further and further into the pit. This is actually from a comedy show. But those happy voices get angrier and angrier at you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Until eventually you've eaten like you've got Tim Tam crumbs all over you. You're like 16 episodes into some show like Unreal you've been watching on Netflix. (laughs) 
and then life. and you've just never you haven't moved. Yeah. There, you know what? You know, going back to that Lucy Peach show I was talking about, seeing all this comedy has been so good too. Mm-hmm. She actually said for women that there's that point in our cycle where actually we need to do that, that our body's kind of letting go of everything. Mm-hmm. And for those couple of days, those four or five days at that point in our cycle where you feel like total shit, mm-hmm. she's like actually just – Give you, it's time. It's nature's way of saying this is time for self care. This is time ah, for you to take a breath. This is yeah. time for you to just do nothing, nourish yourself, give yourself lots of nutrients, and just let everything go. Yep. And lean into that feeling, knowing that in another week's time you're going to be up and kicking goals with your high levels of estrogen, and that you know sometimes like every season, like every season we you know every year we need a winter. So that's kind of like our winter every month and it's nature's way of making us rest rest and wallow. Oh. So maybe even if you think about it as sometimes ruthood might be a case of like self-care, pausing before giving you, building up your energy stores so then you can like move to the next level. Maybe. Did I just come up with genius or is that totally shit? No, 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 no. I, t- I think I know what you mean. Like I think, mm. I mean, you do need to rest. Your body needs to rest. Your mind needs to rest. Yeah. So there is a place for it. That's for sure. Yeah. I guess the only thing for me is I just, I don't want to repeat just coming to, getting to the same level of effort and mediocrity and not improving upon that. Yes. Upon the return of the next yeah. cycle or whatever it is. Yeah. But I I do understand that that makes sense. Mm. Maybe it's a case of trusting yourself, like trusting future Chanel. That future Chanel has got it mm-hmm. sorted, and present Chanel needs a little breather. Maybe. Mm. I like the sound of this future Chanel. Yeah, <laughs> she sounds great. She sounds awesome. <laughs> I often think like because I never thought about it like that. I always am more like on it past Claire. Like past Claire, I was like, you've really stuffed this past Claire. My day is crap because you planned this real bad. Or like past Claire, you've cleaned the whole house and now I've woken up and it's great. You did the dishes. But I never really think much about future Claire and Mm. never put a lot of trust in her as to like thinking like she'll have it. She'll be, she'll have got it tomorrow. She'll have more energy tomorrow, but right now I don't have the energy. Yeah, that's actually true. I'm definitely focusing on past Chanel. Yeah. I'm all about the past now. <laughs> Everything <laughs> is in the past. And that's yeah. a, not a good mentality to have, actually. Because then you just kind of ruminate on the stuff. But even if you ruminate on the stuff you do well and the stuff you do badly, it doesn't really matter because that might cycle might not repeat itself in the yeah. future. So it's kind of like, well, yeah. you know. It happened. Yeah. yeah. It happened, it's over. Move on with your life. Yeah. I actually, there was one thing I learned from that Lucy Peach show, which I love too, where she said that in that times in her, and might be for people just in the times in their life where they feel like this, where they're like on top of the world and kicking mm-hmm. goals and answering emails straight away and like onto their social media, I don't know, whatever it is, you know, packing your lunch and taking it to work. Mm-hmm. For me, it was always about that week every month where I felt like that. Mm-hmm. The rest of the month, I would spend the time going, why am I not like that? all the time why can't I not be that organized all the time why can I not have that much energy all the time I must be failing because I'm not being that energetic person that I know I can be because I've seen myself do it yeah yeah and watching her show and listening to what she was saying made me realize hang on a minute 
it's a pattern because there's always times in my life where I've got shit together and I'm way more organized mm. and I've cleaned the car and mowed the lawn and I feel great and I've, you know, eaten a healthy lunch and I'm doing yep. great. And then there are always times. Well, you may have had too many glasses of wine and then a bag bam. of honey, soy, chicken, <laughs> chips, possibly some brownies and maybe some ice cream afterwards. <laughs> And wondered why you had a stomach ache? <laughs> Is this a true story? I'm not sure. I feel like I need to talk to Pa Chanel about her behaviour. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Pa Chanel, give, cut, us, cut us some slack. Oh, man. That girl needs a break now and then. <laughs> she, she clearly was like load. stress eating that day. Yeah. <laughs> that all sounded so delicious. It though. was, though. It really was. Oh, man. But this is what I'm saying, though. I think actually... <laughs> That is just part of us. Like, yeah. I think part of who we are as human beings is that we need those ebbs and flows. Yeah. We're not going to be peaking all the time. Yeah. I mean, maybe there are some people out there who are just magically always up and at them and who are these firing people? on foot, probably doing a lot of coke in the those, toilets or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Or Jokes. I don't know, drug reference. Oh, God. I'm Do you know sorry. what I actually, this I reckon they might. Crazy <laughs> I reckon it, they might be those people that actually just don't sleep very much and can function on like three hours a day yeah. or something. And and do you ever meet those people and think you seem like a balanced, happy human? I often think they just seem a little manic and crazy. You eyes. know, they always seem manic. Yeah, and crazy eyes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely crazy yeah. eyes and fast talking. Yeah, fast talking, <laughs> fast moving, fast everything. And exactly, and whether or not they're high on something or just high on themselves. <laughs> but but I that I don't think that's a natural state. No, I mean maybe some people they operate better at that level. But I do think whoever you are, whatever you're making or creating or trying to be, you need the ebbs and flows. Yeah. Like the world is cyclical. I've just been like all loving myself I'm loving on this. all of this. This is good. But don't you think that the world is cyclical? We are cyclical creatures. Yep. And to expect us to always be in peak summer mode all of the time is silly. Well, it's, it's kind of healthy. like expecting how do you know what happiness is if nothing ever goes wrong in your life? Yeah, exactly. How do you ever know what achievement or success is if everything you do always works out all the time? Yes. It's true. 100%. Mm. And even like if you think about – I've just been gardening a lot recently. I'm mm-hmm. loving it in the autumn sun. But like the the if you think about plants, they all have like cyclical lives. Yes. Like exactly. flowers will like – they'll be like – I'm being a rose and roses look great in summer. And mm. then now it's getting colder. They're all getting diseases. Mm. Apparently roses are really prone to disease. I, I didn't no know idea. this. I, I know. did not know this. Right? I had to disinfect my secateurs after I pruned them because they're all disease ridden at the moment. And apparently it's seasonal. So like in summer, they're like, they look awesome. They're beautiful. They've all like popped their roses out there. They're like, woo, I smell great. And Mm. now they're kind of getting diseases and looking all gross. And then in winter, I have to hack them right back. So they're literally nothing. So they're like a little stalk of, yeah. yeah. Like just wood with nothing else there. Yeah. And then it starts again. So they're cyclical as well. And so Mm. maybe... I'm not saying that, you know, we have to spend all winter just doing nothing on the couch. So that does sound quite nice. Mm. But I do think that there is something in not thinking we have to be the same every day and be acting and optimized at the same level every day because our bodies are not designed that way. Yeah. Yep. That's true. Mm. That is true. Wisdom bomb. Yeah, I love it. Truth yeah. by Claire. Truth by Claire. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I should, yeah, exactly. I've decided, what week am I? I'm probably like, <laughs> at the moment, I'm like, yeah, I'm great. Everything's great. I'm, I'm really kicking goals here. <laughs> it is so interesting, though, I feel. Mm. Anyway, so 
We sort of come to the end of the road there. Oh, my goodness gracious. End of the road. So what you're saying is it's all cyclical. Mm-hmm. Things will peak again. Mm-hmm. Just stick it out. Yeah. Stick Future it out. Future Yogi Chanel has got it under control. Yeah. Exactly. And enjoy yeah. the rut a little bit and not be so mean to pass Chanel about it. Yeah. Okay. Embrace it. If you've decided you're going to eat the whole bag of chips. I did eat the whole bag. Just, yeah, I thought you did. It's okay, <laughs> mate. We're being honest. It's all right. <laughs> Embrace it. It's okay. You can eat it. Just like enjoy that. Enjoy mm-hmm. it. But know that like Future Chanel's got this. Future Chanel's going to go yogaing and exercising and walking and it'll be fine. Do you know, actually, since um, yogaing so much... Mm. I have literally gotten muscly around my chest because I um, tried on a dress for my sister-in-law's wedding Mm. and I was like, "Uh, why is there all this extra skin in between the one part of the zip and the other part of the zip? And I went to the tailor and the lady's like, we have to take this out about five centimetres. And I was like, what? And she's like, but you're very small. And I was like, yeah, but – and then I was like, oh, I get it. It's the muscles. (laughs) She's ripped. And then I said to Cora, and I was like, if I look like He-Man, you need to tell me because I don't want to be that muscly. Anyway, small anecdote. There you, there you go. go. There you go. Sometimes you do a lot of yoga, you come, become muscly. You become muscly. You grow more. Mm-hmm. You're growing. I'm growing. In, a, in good ways. Yes. See, you deserve those chips. <laughs> you did. You deserve them. <laughs> Just don't eat them every day. Yeah. Because everything in cyclical balance. You know, because Claire's that, very zen at the moment. Yeah, and the thing is, all, when you talk about chips, all I'm thinking is, God, I could go some chicken twisties like right now. <laughs> Your chicken twisties, they are like, they it's are like my so, crack. They're fluoro yellow, <laughs> wriggly, weird looking things. I don't understand. And I eat the whole bag on my own. God, the whole bag. How do you, how do, you do that? I feel really sick afterwards. Yeah, but at the time, you're like, oh, it's so, so good. <laughs> This episode is not sponsored by Tim Tams or Chicken Twisties or Honey Soy Chips or anything. if the Twisty Corporation wanted to give me a few free samples, I'd be okay. (laughs) Put it out in the universe. You never know. I will, nothing surprises me anymore. I've got three teeth missing and I've got dentures in my head. Nothing surprises me anymore. Touch wood. That is not a sign the universe to surprise me. Thank you very much. And on that note, I hope you're out there making things and getting on there, pushing through your rut hood if you're not there Mm -hmm. and feeling smug if you're not in a rut. Mm -hmm. And uh, go make some stuff. Go make some things. Definitely. Yeah, grow some things. And don't be so hard on yourself when you're on the couch eating chicken twisties. (laughs) Goodbye. (gasps) Goodbye. (laughs) You've been listening to Just Make the Thing with Claire Tonti and Chanel Luchev. Uh, For more of our shows, visit planetbroadcasting.com to email us with your creative endeavours. Go to justmakethethingpod at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at Claire Tonti or on Twitter at Mrs. Sunday Movies. You can find Chanel at Bend Yoga Melbourne. And um, I think that's it. Oh, a big thank you as always to the Raw Collings over there um, in Wales editing away. We couldn't do this show without him. So a big thank you to him as well. And keep on going. If you're out there, if you're stuck in a rut, go for a walk. Uh, Jump up and down. Do some star jumps. Do anything you can. Put some energy behind your creativity and you'll be rewarded. So go maybe go watch some something awesome or go have a cup of tea and then get back to it and get back in that role you can do it 
Okay. Have a great week. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.